following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast with your host, EZD, Derek Jaws, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am EZD, Derek Jaws, and I am here flying solo today to drop a special episode for you. We are here to talk about our best fictional athlete bracket that we have going on. Uh, voting for the first matchups is already underway. Four heavy hitters to start us off, uh, and I'm going to break it all down for you. I'm going to break down the first round and kind of talk about the first four that we have going on, and uh, then I will be... Going into what you're going to see the rest of the way. Uh, voting for this, as always, uh, can take place on Facebook. Just find us, uh, our page, Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast um, on our Twitter, which is at Hats, Tats, Stats, or on our Instagram story, which is at HTS underscore pod. If you follow or are on the Sports Host app, Special shout out to those guys for uh, giving us a page of our own uh, under the name, the Network Sports Talk Show. You can go there, check them out. The link to sign up for that is on uh, in the information in the bio down below of wherever you're listening to this episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. All four places will be counted and winner will be chosen by majority vote on that. That being said, uh, we like to do stuff like this over the late spring and summer because we kind of hit that dog days of summer period. You know, we kind of hit that that area of there's not a whole lot going on. At the same time, there's a ton going on. So we are currently in the midst of hockey playoffs, and the first round of a lot of series is just wrapping whap, up, wrapping up. Um, a lot of that is really, um, it's been interesting. Uh, I haven't. Been able to watch a ton of the games, but I've seen a lot of them are very tight. A lot of them are very close. Uh, one series started off with nothing but overtime games. Got a couple game sixes going on. Some teams kind of pushing the envelope in a way people wouldn't think. Uh, baseball is underway. Basketball is in playoff mode. Uh, and if you know me, you know I don't really follow basketball, but I know what's going on. And it's it's definitely an interesting and different year for everyone across the board. Once the NHL playoff Stanley Cup is done and once the NBA Finals are over, uh, we're in the dog days of baseball, and there's just a long dead period. So we like to boot things up right around this time to kind of get it run and get the first stuff out of the first round out of the way. By that time, um, most of the finals and championship series and pro sports will be done, and we'll be into the heavy stuff for this. That being said, basically what we did here was we took uh, the opinion of Three of our five hosts, uh, I myself abstained aside from final decisions and tiebreakers. And because uh, K. Bobinator, Mr. Bold, claimed Ben was not uh, available due to being in school and worried about finals, he didn't really have much of a say on this, but we will bring him in down the road to break some things down and kind of give his opinion on things. So uh, the Statman, Big Diesel, and T-Wave gave their uh, their top five to me of basketball, football, baseball, hockey, and then other movies, uh, TV shows. And we even have a, you'll see momentarily, we have a video game character in the midst here. So they basically gave me their their favorites, 
and anybody who was an overlap automatically made it. Anybody who was not, we put to voting on um, on Twitter alone. And we didn't get a ton of votes, but we did get some votes on that. We did get some picks and choices. And we basically sorted it out to 32 of the best fictional athletes. And then we put them in the cruel mistress that is the randomizer. If you don't know what the randomizer is, it's basically just a program that randomizes things to a point where <laughs> you can, uh, it just kind of spits out a random order. And that random order hit us up with one of the most brutal, brutal first round matchups in a, in a tournament draw, blind draw that I have ever seen. First and foremost, we have Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy and Happy Gilmore of his title movie, Happy Gilmore. Not only is it Adam Sandler versus Adam Sandler, but it is goofy, quirky athlete versus quirky, goofy athlete. Bobby Boucher, a very simple country boy from down there in the bayou and just grew up with a love of hydration. Uh, a love of, you know, keeping athletes properly hydrated on the field. And, you know, he was simple. He wasn't the most intelligent person on the planet. Uh, he didn't have much education at all because, his, you know, education is the devil. According to Mama, everything was the devil. And my man just, you know, he he fought it. He fought it a little bit. And then one day he just freed the beast and just tattooed somebody, got himself a jersey for the worst college football team in history, apparently, and single-handedly turned them into a bowl champion. Uh, so much so that just the belief that they could play, the belief that, yeah, I mean, these guys literally went from uh, guys that looked like they couldn't beat a bad high school team to a bowl contender against a perennial powerhouse because of Bobby Boucher. So uh, that was that was a big turnaround, and... You know, we'll call that the Tebow effect, that that belief that you can, uh, the belief that you can win, and it just it becomes infectious. On the other end, we have Happy Gilmore, a guy who was a hockey player of some sort. Uh, looks like he could skate a little bit, could play a little bit, but couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a tennis racket and a beach ball from far, from five feet away, uh, as far as shooting on the ice goes. And then, of course, you saw his anger issues and so on and so forth. Very early on in the movie, when he rips a slap shot that is so damn hard, it breaks the glass, which if you've ever been to a hockey rink, you understand how hard that glass actually is. And his slap shot breaks it, and then he yells up to the guys that are making the decision whether or not he's going to make the team, whether or not the goal is regulation size. Uh, he goes on to then realize he has one of the longest drives in PGA history, and in a very short period of time goes from veritable nobody whose grandma's possessions are being repoed to a tour championship getting the ever-elusive gold jacket and beating Shooter McGavin, a longtime PGA staple, in the process. And that's how we started off. Uh, voting for that poll is up currently. I'm going to see if I can pull it up on at least on Facebook here to give you guys an idea of whereabouts we are. And kind of give you an idea of where the voting is. So if you want to go and find that and maybe sway it in a different direction. Uh, as of right now, Bobby Boucher is 
currently leading 67 to 33%. Um, so Mr. Mr. Bobby Boucher, the, 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 the water boy, having a, uh, having a good run on that one. Uh, the other end of the bracket, we have Doug the Thug Glatt against Julie the Cat Gaffney. Uh, Doug Glatt, obviously famous from the movie titled The Goon or Goon, The Last of the Enforcers, and then uh, Goon 2, which I don't recommend if unless you really are bored. Uh, Goon, it was great. It's based on a true story of a guy who was just your all-around tough guy who ends up getting a shot and the lowest level of for lack of a better term, we'll call it whale shit, hot whale shit, pro hockey. And is just finds out he has a knack for throwing hands and ends up working his way up into a certain level of minor leagues by, you know, toughing it out. And it's, it's funny because, uh, there's a lot of great one-liners in this movie. And as far as great fictional athletes, the reason that Doug is, is on this list and he, he was almost a unanimous decision across the board from us was he was a guy who couldn't even skate. You know, he was a guy who couldn't even stand up on a pair of blades for the life of him. And that turned into a guy who put the work in, not only on in it like in that whatever senior level of hockey he was playing, then got called up to an actual uh somewhat affiliated team in the Halifax Highlanders to defend a fantastic young talented hockey player. Uh, Mr. Xavier Laflemme, who we will cover later on. Uh, and not only was, did he have his skates under him enough, but he ended up kind of turning the team around. The team had a lot of attitude. The team had a lot of a lot of issues, a lot of not giving a rat's ass about much. And he ended up turning the team around. You know, respect for the logo, respect for the team, respect for yourselves. He put it all on the line. He, you know, took a, took a slap shot and multiple wrist shots to the face to save a game, to win a game for the team. Uh, found a way to score a couple game winners for him and just do good things to help the team turn around. Oh, and he threw hands whenever needed. So uh, from no hockey training at all and just really going to hockey games with his buddy who was a huge hockey nerd to being on the ice and being paid to play the game, that's a pretty good athlete in my opinion. Um, and just all-around goofy, nice guy. Going up against the fastest glove you've ever seen uh julie the cat gaffney a the the knock on her um she was only in uh, mighty ducks 2 and mighty ducks 3 and she didn't get the starting job on the ducks until d3 when the college coach saw goldberg as kind of overweight lazy and slow and but she got she made her hay she kind of made her her staple i guess you could call it in D2 when the game is on the line and Mr. Bombay decides he's going to give the the win. He's going to put the win solely on Gaffney's glove and her ability to make a save. And, um, you know, just... With that being said, I mean, she comes in and he, you know, oh, he's going to go glove side. And she's like, are you sure what if he does? He's not going to. I know him. He's cocky. He's going glove. And he does. And she makes the save. Thank God. Um, for both of their sakes, honestly. But, I mean, she comes in cold and makes the game-winning save. 
to win the gold medal for the Ducks. And you could make the argument that Bombay had his favorite in Goldberg, so he wasn't so keen to let her start. You'd also, you know, if you're going to put the game in her hands, like in that spot, why wasn't she starting the whole way? Could you have potentially made it an easier an easier row to hoe for your team if you would have just, uh, you know, let her play the whole time? I don't know. But uh, so Julie the Cat, fastest glove against Doug Glatt, Doug the Thug. And pulling that one up real quick, um, Julie the Cat is winning 66 to 34% on that. Um, you know, getting a lot of love for being an actual legitimate hockey player for uh, her whole life and then getting the nod at a big-time school to boot. So, um, again, if you guys want to check those out, you can go onto our Facebook page and give that a look and you know, like, share, and obviously put your vote in and then try to sway it in your opinion which way it should go one way or the other. Going to the other side of the bracket, uh, we start off with Pablo Sanchez, our only um, video game character to make the list, against Reggie Dunlap of Slapshot. So Pablo Sanchez of Backyard Baseball fame and Reggie Dunlap, the legend the legend from Slapshot. So um, Reggie Dunlop currently has the biggest lead amongst the crew that is being voted on right now uh, at 70 to 30 percent win over Pablo. Again, uh, these polls are up for a week. So again, you have time to get there and vote on them. Uh, they're going to be dropping every Thursday and Friday to each day and then running for a week to allow them to obviously get seen and voted on and go from there. Um, you know, Pablo Sanchez, young young kid playing the backyard baseball against some of the biggest and best legends in in the in MLB history. I mean, this dude balled out against. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'm even going to go a step further. I'm going to look up the backyard baseball roster. So. <laughs> Oh, this is great. So just reading this made me laugh. So you had commentators Sunny Day, Vinny the Gooch, Earl Gray, Barry DJ, Buddy Cheek, Chuck Downfield, and Eric Stream. Uh, Pablo Sanchez, Stephanie Morgan, Dante Robinson, Keisha Phillips, Kenny Kawaguchi, Vicky Kawaguchi, Ashley Weber, Sidney Weber, Dmitry Petrovich, Ernie Steele, Kimmy Ekman, Reese Worthington, Mickey Thomas, Mikey Thomas, Ricky Johnson, Tony Delavicho, Angela Delavicho, Jokita Smith, Pete Wheeler, Billy Jean, Blackwood, uh, Marky Dubois, Sally Dobbs, Ronnie Dobbs, Ahmed Khan, Amir Khan, Gretchen Hasselhoff, Annie Frazier, George Garcia, Luann Louis, Marie Luna, Lisa Crockett, uh, and then there were some new characters, Arthur Chen, Samantha Pierce, Joey Mikado, Ace Peterson, and Jimmy Knuckles. Uh, fantastic list of names, but the, uh, you know, you, you look at some of the backyard baseball stuff, and from what I recall, um, I mean, there were, there was, they, they, they filtered in some pro players here, if, if I remember correctly, and, you know, they, 
Pablo Sanchez was just the dude. Among all these characters, Pablo was the dude. And that's what got him on this list. So I guess that's just a long way of saying, you know, if you've never played it, there it is. Uh, Pablo was the dude amongst dudes. And then he is matched up against, again, the the legend Reggie Dunlop of the Slapshot movies. And I myself am going to have to like re rewatch these to kind of get an idea of who the man was and who the character was, because I probably should have done that before I, I did this. Um, but yeah, so, uh, here we go. Let's see. Yeah. I'm trying not to have some dead time here. You know what? I'm not going to do this right now. Uh, watch Slapshot, figure out who Reggie Dunlap was. I apologize for not being more on top of that, but, uh, moving on to the other, the other end of that side of the bracket, we have Shane Falco and Benny the Jet. Uh, Benny the Jet is everyone's favorite. I mean, he, he outran the dog at the end of the movie to get the Babe Ruth baseball back. But then, but Shane, I mean, Shane Falco is the character of Shane Falco is Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves as a quarterback. That's not Keanu Reeves playing a quarterback. That's Keanu Reeves playing himself as a quarterback. Just the surfer boy. He kind of reminds me of J.P. Lossman, which my vote here goes for Benny the Jet just because I don't like that Falco reminds me of um, J.P. Lossman. I mean, just the whole like Keanu Reeves, we went too far. We knew too much. Like uh, even his, even the great one-liners in that movie are bad because Keanu says them, you know, Oh, I'd like to say something classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heels, chicks, dig scars and glory lasts forever. Thanks, bro. Uh, my my vote there goes to, to to Benny the Jet. You know I do like Shane for what he is, but you know it, it's it's just tough to when you're go, when you're going against an icon, a sports movie icon like Benny the Jet. So that's our first four matchups. Again, those are out on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, if you missed the Instagram story, I'm sorry. I'm only doing those once per, and that those are a 24 hour clip. So uh, we'll do what we do there and go. You know, you can always catch them on one of the other mediums. Again, you know, you can check out those if you miss them on Instagram. Uh, some big names that make this list. Uh, reading down in no particular order, uh, Steam and Willie Beeman from Friday Night or uh, Any Given Sunday. I apologize. Billy Bob from Varsity Blues because Billy Bob was a stud. Uh, Henry, we got Henry Rohngartner on here. Johnny Lawrence of Karate Kid and recently Cobra Kai fame. Coffee Black from Semi-Pro, Crash Davis from um, G- uh, Bull Durham. Jesus, I'm, my my mind's going blank here as I'm reading things. Uh, Xavier Laflemme coming in as the second character from the movie Goon against Gordon Bombay, the second character from the Mighty Ducks. So both the Goon and the and Mighty Ducks face off right off the bat in two different uh, two different lines. And the winner of both of those could eventually play out into the final four. But uh, coming out of that is Adam Banks uh, is on the list, too. So we have three ducks um, 
easily and probably one of the more talented Ducks players in Banks. Going against uh, the the consummate middle linebacker in Thad Castle. Um, we have Chaz Michael. Michael is the only figure skater to make the list against another hockey guy, John Beebe from Mystery Alaska. Um, Chaz Michael Michael, obviously, of Blades of Glory fame. Going back across, uh, we have Danny Bateman going up against Rocky Balboa. Uh, Bateman is interest- is interesting because he he looks like the dude who should be playing middle linebacker all the time uh, on Falco's replacement team there. And then you see him against an actual NFL line, and he just gets run over a few times uh, against Balboa, just you know the, the 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 world's greatest underdog. And you know it's it's tough it it's tough to to vote against Rocky ever because everybody who ever has is just had been proven wrong. Um, and we have Rick Vaughn, Wild Thing, Ricky Vaughn from Major League One and Two, going up against Peter Lafleur from Dodgeball, the world's greatest underdog story. Uh, Roy Hobbs squeaking in at the final hour when I realized I only had 30 names and needed 32, and he had a tie and needed to be eliminated or voted on more than once. Uh, Against Tommy Reardon from the MMA movie Warrior, Uh, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Jackie Moon coming in as another... uh, Another basketball guy from semi-pro, obviously, uh, and the third Will Ferrell character that's made the list, uh, against Monica Wright from Love and Basketball. Uh, Air Bud, obviously from the Air Bud, original Air Bud movie, and uh, he was actually up for multiple movies as uh, Golden Receiver, and a couple. he only made it as a basketball player, though. Um, but you could technically make the argument that he... Because he played multiple sports, he is a as good of an athlete. And, and let's be honest, let's let's put Air Bud out there as just a normal every sport he's ever been in a movie in, even though he made it predominantly as a basketball pooch uh, against Roy McAvoy from from Tin Cup. Then rounding it out, we have Mister Ronnie Bass from Remember the Titans. It's actually a little surprising that other uh, another one or two Titans didn't make it on this list. And then we have Miss Dottie Henson, the face, the physical embodiment of the league of their own, coming in hot, rounding it out, last but certainly not least. And that is our field of 32. Uh, there were some great athletes who didn't make it. There were uh, We had quite a few honorable mentions on here that didn't quite make the cut. That would have been great additions. Uh, I didn't want to overdo it with too many football baseball uh too many football or baseball guys um i can tell you that danny larusso was an honorable mention but johnny lawrence being the actual um better martial artist through it and you know proving that later on in life as well is you know he got the nod over him um there are a couple other guys i know cole trickle was on there for nascar there are a couple other guys uh it was it was tough to whittle it down it really was it was not as easy or as straightforward as as i thought i was originally going to do um just enough to get the 32 evenly among each sport and then i was like you know what there i personally and you know in my opinion there's not a ton of fantastic um there's not a uh, there's not a ton of really really good basketball movies but uh 
you know, you can't win them all, I guess. And that's why we had to get a couple other ones in there. You know, like obviously there's a couple more baseball players, hockey players, and football players than basketball players. Um, you know, a couple martial artists made a couple, like a figure skater made it. It, it was interesting. It was, it was a fun thing to do with the boys, and we are looking forward to seeing how this comes out. Um, so when you guys see these on social media, feel free to click the share button, pass it along to your friends after you vote, and please just do us every favor you can and, and vote every chance you get on them and share it to get the word out. Uh, that being said, that is going to be it for me. That's all this episode was, was breaking down the movie bracket, telling you guys where, when, and why, and getting the news out there. So thanks for tuning in. We will be back on our regularly scheduled Wednesdays next week. And we'll be breaking down some Stanley Cup and possibly NBA final stuff, as well as any other cool stuff that we see coming around in sports. And, uh, you know, again, thanks for tuning in, guys. uh, Hats, Tats, and Stats is part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com, slash hats-tats-stats, I believe is what it is. Either way, if you're listening, you found it along the way somewhere. But the BICBP Radio Network is a home of so many fantastic podcasts from so many fantastic creators, including two other projects of mine called Common Debauchery and Tip of the Cap, as as well as the conglomerate work that we do as a group, the Network Sports Talk Show, which is a monthly special episode that we put out with the boys from the network, talking about anything and everything not specifically related to one specific sport, but wide ranging through the world of sports as a whole. Check that out. Check out all the other cool podcasts on there. Like us, follow us, share, subscribe, any click, any little thing you do would be greatly appreciated. And we love you for it. Uh, And most importantly, guys have a happy and great Memorial day weekend. Uh, Be safe, be, you know, have fun, be safe. And you know, it's going to be a little bit chillier on the Buffalo area. If you're in this area, But if you're not, and regardless of what you're doing, be happy and be safe. And on Memorial Day, make sure you take some time to remember why we are able to do every cool thing that we do in this great country. So, again, thanks for tuning in, guys, and I will catch you guys next week. Cats, Tats, and Stats podcast is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high-quality, fully custom supplemented uniforms and apparel that will have you looking great on and off the field. Get your custom-made pro-quality gear today at stingerwoodbats.com and put that S on your chest. Use promo code TIP of the CAP, all one word, for 10% off your order. Stinger Sports. Look great. Feel great. Play great. Up. Come on. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. And we got to drive 75 yards. All right? We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, motherfucker.